Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we've got a new project for you. Jordan visits the Big Easy, and we visit with an old friend, Jesse Thorne with an E, British sports reporter. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan. Yes. Uh, Tuesday is our national, our nation's election. Mm-hmm. We're going to be choosing a president. Sure. President of the United States. And a few uh, doozies of propositions as well. Yeah, some propositions. No, depending on which state you live in, I guess. Now, I've been I've been taking a look. I've spent some time with these candidates. Yeah. I just can't decide. I feel like, here's the thing. Okay. For one thing... You're undecided. You're a swing voter at this point. Yeah. This black guy. Mm-hmm. Who is he, really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't. I feel like I don't know anything about him. He just came onto the national scene. What a week, two weeks ago. I feel like I haven't even gotten a good look at his face yet. I know exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's always kind of you know in Lurking. a shadow, or he has a hood, or a baseball cap pulled over his eyes. Exactly. Oh, he was really happy. It was Halloween the other day. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Because he's the kind of guy who loves to hide and. Move, slink. Sure. You know what really I mean? Really spook around. Anyway, but I do trust him on the economy. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like just, I don't know, from what few glances I've got at him, he looks kind of smart. Sure. Um, And the other fella. The muscle man. He's, he's sort of, I don't know, he looks more, more lumpy. What's those all, all the muscles? Right, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. And some, there are some, like, for example, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. I voted for him against the gray guy. Sure. Because I knew that his muscles, it was a time for muscles. Yeah. My concern is roid rage. Right. No, that's not, a, that's not unreasonable. I mean, he does, he does seem like he's flying off the hook mm-hmm. all the time. I get that impression. But I guess what I just what I'm trying to say is I don't I feel like I don't know where how do I get more information about this like I'm just having a really hard time deciding because I feel like I don't know about yeah. these guys. What about um that kind of kind of cat looking lady? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I saw her on a comedy program. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I'm all for that. Sure. She seems fun. What's she What's she gonna be? Uh, Secretary of Pets. Great, that's one of my favorite secretaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to keep pets in line, you know. You know who's a really good secretary? Pet issues, pet the one rights. from uh, if if I was going to choose a secretary for the country, yeah, it'd be the one from Newhart. Oh, is Newhart the seventies one? I'm thinking of the seventies one. This because in the other one he runs an inn. He doesn't have a secretary. Yeah, but the one from Newhart that was just a really. I think Newhart was just the seventies. She was smart, mm-hmm. funny, yes, capable, mm-hmm. and I felt like I knew her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, let's talk about issues, for example. What about that, um, are you going to vote for that Chinese guy? Mm, Deng Xiaoping? Uh, 
something like that. I mean, you know, it's three weird words Dung. strung together. Chum. Ding. Yeah, that's it. You think you'll vote for him? Uh, I like the Chinese generally. Sure. I'm just not sure if he's the best guy for the job. Yeah, they have some odd ideas about masculinity over there, too. That's you, what concerns me. Sure. Absolutely. No, absolutely, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Here's what it is. Sure. I was watching the news the other day. Oh, yeah. And I was, you know. The television news. Sure, Leno. And I'm thinking to myself, what I want in a president is the guy who's going to do the best job. Sure. Right? The guy who's going to do the best... Not the guy with the most health care or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not the guy from the camp, from the, you know, concentration camp. That's not what I'm voting for. No. I'm voting for the guy who really knows what to do. President-y. Handsome. Yeah, like really, like somebody you know is gonna like show up on time. Not too smart. Yeah. My oh, that isn't gonna is, like. I have my boss isn't gonna is like really call smart. in sick with a bunch of like bullshit excuses. Either. Exactly. Like the new guy at my job. Mm-hmm. If that guy was running for president, I would Man. not. Yeah. I would not vote for him. But do you know? Um, do you know Sarah? Um, for my job. I do. Yeah. She's nice. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about voting for her. Oh, she'd be great because she shows up mm-hmm. every time. She shows up, and check this out. Last year, my she doesn't birthday, let you know too much about her personal life, but she still seems like right. open. You know, and I didn't even talk about the fact that it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. I did not even talk about that. I kept it under my vest. I don't know. Usually, your Jesse's like no. well, two weeks. <laughs> no. Two weeks, guys. No. no, I didn't. And I know I swear. you're kind of kidding around, but you're also like, throw me a party. I swear to God, I all did right. not bring it up all at right. all. I'm just saying, that's kind of your... Anyway. But you know what? I trust you on this one. You know who remembered it was my birthday? Sarah. You got it. Ice you know cream who, cake? You know who brought an ice cream cake? The whale kind? Mm. Sarah. Yeah. President Sarah, as I like to call her. I don't know what party she's in. I'm hoping American Independent Party, because that's what I'm registered in. Yeah. Or Natural Law Party, because that's the one I've been thinking about switching to. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know. American Independent seems, you know, it's, it's kind of an antiquated belief system, you know? Yeah, sure. It's like, sorry, things aren't that, you know, it's a new era. Things aren't that rosy anymore. The New you know? World Order. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> I think I have. That's something I'm familiar with. Yeah. In, is there's helicopters in there. Mm-hmm. Black helicopters. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> Maybe a hot Russian babe telling you what to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it. A lot of people are against it. I'm all for yeah, it. Me too. Anyway, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is um, it's just, it's really getting down to crunch time. And I always vote, you know, almost always. Yeah. In the, in the president ones. Mm-hmm. So. The other ones seem a little dull, you know. Yeah, no, they do. There's not that like excitement around it, so. Yeah, you know who? You know who I think I might like to vote for? Hmm. Do you remember Dave Henderson? He used to play center field for the A's. I don't remember him. I mean, again, I mean, just once, really. I mean, basically every week I have to read that I don't know anything about baseball or obscure old baseball players. Well, I think I think I'd like to vote for him because he had had a charming smile and he's a black guy just like the other fellow. Oh yeah. It's nice. It's about time a black was in there, isn't it? Yeah, right? sure. And he's had a black for a while. And it should be an athlete. How long has it been it's since gonna, we've had a black? 
Franklin Roosevelt. So what's that? The 40s? Mm-hmm. So we're looking at 50 years. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. Get another one in there. Absolutely. Shake things up. And like I said, if it's, if it's going to be a black, mm-hmm. I think it should be an entertainer or an athlete. And Dave Henderson's a, an athlete, and he's now a, a color commentator, which is a, a kind of entertainer. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Not some Here's, elitist gonna, is all I'm saying. I'm gonna, I don't want to. If I'm going to vote for a black, it's not going to be some elitist. Right. Okay. Here's my, you, you know. Okay. Well, I want to hear your philosophy. I want to hear how you think about this. Okay. I mean, and I know this this might seem a little corny. Sure. And, uh, you know, and maybe, I don't know, maybe not something, it, it may seem a little corny, something that, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a college educated. Right. Well to do. Yes. Uh, entertainment industry type. Sure. And I know that maybe this won't be popular. But, you know, you know what? God put you on this earth to speak your mind. Right, exactly. And uh, going on just voting record and past performance. Right. Mom. I'm voting for mom. Who's mom? My mom. My mom's not running for president. I'm voting for my mom. I don't think my mom is either. I just said my mom's not running for president. Oh, uh, okay, let me see if I can usurp this. Your mom. Your mom's running for president? I don't think she is, but I'm going to vote for her. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been over to your house. Sure. I've eaten your mom's cooking. Mm-hmm. She's Stellar, a, right? Yeah. Level, she, yeah. She's a solid woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A solid woman with family values. Right. You know what I'm saying, Jordan? Family values. Not a spanker. She's not some crazy person from some camp. Yeah, I know. Some black person that wants to be president. She's just good old mom. Just mom. That's what America's about. Yeah. Mom, Sarah, Dave Henderson. I mean, if... Yeah, I could see if there was like a war or all the war guys were sitting around going like, when do we bomb? When do we bomb? Mom would just say, hey, cut it out. She'd make them some cookies, I bet. Yeah. Make them something anyway, a stroganoff. Mm-hmm. Probably better to make them a stroganoff they, don't, they haven't had dinner yet. If you're sick, she'll pour you a ginger ale, go rent some movies. Exactly. That's what America needs rent right now. Rent America some movies. Pour America it's a sick. ginger ale. It's sick. America is sick, and it needs comic books. Mm-hmm. Well, it's settled, Jordan. America needs to watch all three Back to the Future movies back-to-back. Jordan. What? Look at my eyes for a second. Okay. People write to us sometimes. Why aren't you more politically engaged? Yeah. Well, you know what? We just changed the course of a nation. Mm-hmm. We're the Abraham Lincoln and Mike Douglas of podcasting. This was the Lincoln-Douglas debates. Mm-hmm. Just when Abraham Lincoln went on Mike Douglas and they just hashed it out. John Lennon's there. Oh, I thought you were talking about Michael Douglas, the actor. No, 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 no. Mike Douglas, the uh, that's talk why, show That's host. why I tried to engage you in an erotic game of cat and mouse. Gotcha. I see. No, no, absolutely not. No, I, I, I'm not talking. You don't have that kind of gravitas. Yeah? You're engaging, but you don't have a lot of gravitas. You don't really exude a sexuality either. No, there's no. You do have some. I mean, it's impolite to talk about what people exude. Sure. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go ahead and call a spade a spade and say that I... 
I'm, I, I mean, I am rocketing a lot of stuff at you, yeah. but sexuality is not, uh, is not one of those things. You have a surprising volume of exudations. Sure. Um, not sure if that's a word, but it, it's certainly something that I experience on a day-to-day basis. Sure. Your exudations. My spores. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, you got to reproduce somehow. I know, right? Uh, when, you're, when you have that, those kind of exudations... It's going to be hard to reproduce in the way that most animals do. Sure. So you use a plant-type reproduction, mm-hmm. um, like a spore. Chlorophyll. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I am definitely shooting a lot of things out of me. Uh, nervousness. Yeah. Not knowing what's going on. Absolutely. Mm, kind of, you know, worrying about what's for lunch. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think... Uh, Wondering what time it is. I don't think a raw classic sexuality is one of them. No, you're not you're not George Clooney. No. You know what I mean? I mean specifically I'm no Michael Douglas. You're no You're no Michael Douglas if you if you follow what I'm saying. I don't yeah. want to go too far out of limb with my metaphors. Yeah. I'm, you're losing me a little bit. You're no you're not a, you're not like Michael Douglas. Slow down, James Joyce. Do you think we should vote for Michael Douglas? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. What about your mom? Nah, I'm kind of over mom over mom. Michael Douglas. What about Kirk Douglas? Yeah. Is he dead? Yeah, I think he is. All the better, I say. Yeah, he's a little too... He's wiser. A little too warlike. Michael Douglas will just seduce you in the 80s. That's what I'm about. Is there another Douglas? What about Emilio Estevez? Is that a Douglas? Mm, No, I think he's technically a Coppola. He's a Coppola? He changed his name. He's a Coppola. Emilio... Now, you're telling me Emilio Estevez is a Coppola. Yeah. Does he make the wines? He helps with the wines. What does he do? Mix them? I have quality control. Right. Make sure there's no uh, sand in it. Does it sound like a good VP to you? Wine? (laughs) A bottle of wine? (laughs) Well, it's settled. Michael Douglas and a bottle of wine. (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan. Yes. When you work in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, I don't need to tell you this. No. But when you work in the entertainment industry, you're a vagabond yeah. of a sort. You're always on the road, mm-hmm. finding new places. I'll give you an example. Sure. Probably America's two best entertainers. They hear about this horrible tragedy, Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Do they run away from the tragedy, Jordan? They run towards it. They run towards it. That's absolutely right. Making a hugging motion so when they get there, they can just hug it. They see a city that needs the gravitas of two of the most important entertainers of our time. Mm -hmm. Two of the funniest people. Yes. Two of the most multi-talented people. Humor's important. Other talents are important. Generally, two of the most amazing people. The kind of people who can bring electricity back... To a city where the power lines have fallen, right? so to speak. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me mixing reality and metaphor. It's fine. I'm talking about Harry Shearer and Harry Anderson. Yes. 
not just two of our greatest celebrities, but also two of our greatest Harrys. Yeah. Um, these two men, living in Hollywood, a life of sin, treasure baths, move from Los Angeles to the Big Easy, New Orleans, Louisiana, and they inject a life that leads the New Orleans Saints to win the Super Bowl, the Charlotte Hornets to win the Slam Dunk Championship, the Fleur de Lis to be featured in in a lot of runway collections. Magic. Voices. Other things. Reading from the newspaper. Mm Mm-hmm. Out loud. Reading out loud from the newspaper. An experience having been the star of Night Court. Playing your wife's records. Talking about shortwave radio. Harry Anderson. Impersonating celebrity columnist Dave Barry. Uh, Calling up John Larroquette occasionally and asking him how things are going. Being friends with the big giant guy from Night Court. Presuming he's still alive. Is he, he sort of seems like a guy who would, who would die young. Yeah, because he's so big and he, he was always so wasted on the show. Yeah. Anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is... Yeah. You also brought your light to New Orleans yeah, recently. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Following in the example of these great men. <clears throat> sure. Now, granted, Harry Anderson, I think, left. Yeah. I think he pulled up steaks. He had a shrimp restaurant, though, for a while, didn't he? Sure. He's a shrimper. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shrimpins. Is it because he knows trawling? Yeah. If you know trawling, you can get into shrimping. <laughs> very, very similar skill set. <laughs> Absolutely, it's sort of like uh, uh, it's sort of like if you have really excellent draftsmanship, it's a good idea to consider becoming an architect. Yeah, it's not a direct correlation. It's not like if you can you can automatically do it, but sure. you just add a few twists and twinkles, mm-hmm. and then you're you're knee deep in shrimp. You're wondering what to do with them. You're open a restaurant in New Orleans, the Big Easy, mm-hmm. making po' boys. Sure. Shrimp po' boy. Yep. Had a few of those. Sure. Very delicious. Absolutely. No, uh, you know, I, I, I had to go to New Orleans recently uh, for my job. It's, it was the uh, Voodoo Experience Music Festival. It's kind of like a big Coachella-y thing out there. Oh. Um, Is that sort of like the grand finale of Blues Brothers 2? That's how I imagine it. <laughs> I've, I've never seen Blues Brothers I think it's too. about the same as the grand finale I, but, yeah. of Blues Brothers 2. Um, anyway, and you know, and my, 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 my mom's from Louisiana, so... Um, Quick clarification sure. question, though. Was Erica Badu singing Funky Nassau at all? <laughs> I do not... I, I did not see she Badu probably was. personally. She probably was. I, I don't mean to interrupt. There I don't were several different interrupt. stages, so... Was there a new guy who was black? Was there a new guy who was black? I mean, I haven't seen Blues Brothers too. I'm right. No, I mean, I'm just asking you about the festival. I'm, I'm, I'll just assume there was. Okay. And a cool kid, like a really cool kid who wears sunglasses. Mm, I don't. I, yeah. yeah. No, I know it. Yeah, I know. Okay, Voodoo music. I got a picture of it in my head. Okay. Uh, go Nine ahead. Inch Nails was there though. Oh, good. Yeah. No. That, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Now I'm right there with you. Um, uh, my mom is from there, so I've had to go there. Um. You know, for like lots of like family visits and stuff like that, and her sister still lives out there. Um, so I've been to New Orleans, uh, in, you know, kind of Louisiana in general, maybe maybe half a dozen times. Sure. Um, and uh, I LSU. Feel, yeah, sure. Uh, go go Gators. Mm-hmm. The Fighting Gators. Absolutely. I think. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. 
What about this? The mayonnaise poor boys. Yeah. Poor boys. Yeah. Possible. Mm-hmm. Just throwing sa- stuff out sandwich there. Sandwich is a good mascot. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's nourishing. Mm-hmm. Nourishes the body and the mind. I heard a uh, news story that uh, Iran tried to build the world's largest sandwich recently. Uh-huh. And um, uh, they uh, they didn't get the record because uh, the volunteers uh, stormed the sandwich and ate it before the, the Guinness <laughs> people could get there. <laughs> Once again, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad foiled. I know by hungry. It was an ostrich meat sandwich. You know well. what's interesting about the, that story, Jordan, mm-hmm. is that you know a lot of people here in the United States, um, and, you know, in the presidential debates and so on, responded to Mahmoud Ahmadinejad as though he had the power in Iran. Mm-hmm. It's actually the clerics uh, who. Mm-hmm. It's a you know it's it's a nation that's actually ruled by this cabal of of clerics. Mm-hmm. Not Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. He's mostly in charge of the sandwiches, the big sandwiches. Sure, the giant the stunt sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. And, and other giant things. I mean, he did the rubber band ball that he did last year, mm-hmm. which they also stormed in eight. The three-legged race. Absolutely. The uh, That thing where you hold a um, an egg and a s- spoon? Yeah. Egg spoon race? No, and then uh, after all the kids have gone to bed, a little suck and blow. Yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, New Orleans. Uh <clears throat> Um, so anyway, but I, I, I feel like I did not have a very high opinion of it because I either saw kind of, you know, kind of the boring, uh, suburban area that my, uh, my aunt was from, you know, just kind of getting much Walmarts and stuff like that. Not, sure. Not a, not an unpleasant place to go, but you know, just kind of dull. And then, you know, I feel like I also saw the, um, you know, just the really obnoxious touristy side of New Orleans. It's like, you know. Which like the the jambalaya jamboree and you know and just all yeah, that and, you know kind of uh, foot foot long margaritas and sort uh, of like a drunker fisherman's wharf. Yeah, right, exactly. And you, yeah, you always feel like you're just surrounded by various bachelorette parties that are about to fight each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm with you. So so yeah, that was kind of my opinion of of New Orleans, but I uh, this time. Uh, I kind of went with uh, the um, the camera guy that I went with um, had visited there and um, really knew just kind of a lot of nice places to go. We went to it was really just 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 extremely fun kind of strip of bars about you know ten blocks away from the kind of Bourbon Street craziness and it was just you know so much fun and just like an actually like like you know legitimate great band in every bar and you know. Wood floors and like like legitimately multicultural, like effortlessly multicultural, and not you know, and you know. You mean mystical? Yeah, very mystical. A lot of crystals. No, no, mystical. M y s t i k a l. Oh, mystical. Yes. Bumping me against the wall. Yes, he was there. Okay. So yeah, just just good, you know, good solid folks, and then kind of the day. After we did that, we kind of had an afternoon, and we went to the you know uh, kind of kind of historic garden district where there's all these kind of you know lovely homes with a lot of columns and just you know beautiful public park spaces and bike riding and uh, you know just just and it's definitely a side of of, of uh, New Orleans I hadn't seen before and like you know definitely like when you you know you saw all those kind of loving tributes from you know post Hurricane Katrina you're like oh this is just exactly you know what what people said it was it was just this kind of wonderful place and i was kind of saying to him 
you know, just kind of for the first time, I kind of really appreciate, I appreciate my, my roots a little bit more. And I could, you know, I'm not, my, I could absolutely uh, see myself moving here at some point. Um, and just as I'm saying this, a car goes by and a guy sticks his head out the window and yells, faggots! <laughs> <laughs> so. Did you just do like, whatcha? Like some jazz hands <laughs> yeah. and then hop on a jet and very, fly back very, to California? Very brief. I had a really a little window where I had warm, warm opinions about the South. To be fair, I you, wasn't even doing anything faggoty. You were a couple of faggots, though. <laughs> we were both wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah, shorts so, and running shoes. Short pants. Yeah. You know, it, you a place where two guys dress like skateboard guys yeah. are considered to be a couple of queers. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a couple of queers. I uh, maybe maybe the fact that we were standing there was inconsequential. Like maybe the guy was just yelling faggot. Oh, like he just like it had just been boiling up inside him, and it just like a it was like blowing the I mean, gasket it, it off really of a see, pressure I mean, he cooker. He definitely made eye contact with me, and he, but that could have been just an accident, you know. He might maybe there was a you know like a dog behind me or something. Do you think was it was like an it. invitation? Oh, like he was saying, "Hey, faggots, follow us. <laughs> We're also faggots to a Madonna concert." <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't, it, it was Because we don't know, I mean, I, I... It seemed aggressive to I me. I have a good sense of, I, I have a good sense of, uh, gay culture in, like, San Francisco, where, where mm. I grew up, but it's certainly a very different situation. My guess is, it's unfounded, that slurs are, because you can't, you know, you're in the South, you can't say something nice. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So you just, if you're gay, you also, you just slur other gays. Yeah. That's my best guess. Uh, story from New Orleans number two. Okay. Uh, in the airport, I saw uh, like a limo driver with a sign, mm-hmm. and the sign said, I guess it said Spindleman, uh-huh. um, but when I looked at it, I thought it said Spider-Man, <laughs> and that's the funniest thing in the world, is a limo driver holding up a sign for Spider-Man. It's going, when's that asshole going to get here? And you know what? When... <laughs> What what happens when just a guy walks up to you and says, "Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Spider-Man." What? <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> just like, he's like John Spider-Man. <laughs> also funny. So three funny outcomes to a guy holding up a sign that says uh, Spider-Man. A, the guy comes up and he says, "I'm Spider-Man." <laughs> Two, I'm John Spider-Man. Don't tell anybody, especially Doctor Octopus. <laughs> Third funny option, guy in full Spider-Man outfit walks up holding a briefcase, because and he, they get in a limo. Spider-Man would travel by plane, because he's, he can't go faster than a plane. No. You see what I'm saying, Jordan? Mm-hmm. Like, you well, could see, if he's got to go coast to coast, city, yeah. he's, and you could see, he's not rich. He, all, he, all the only money he has is from taking photos for the Daily Bugle. Mm-hmm. So, I, I guess what I'm saying is you could see him hopping on board uh, just a regular... You know, uh, it's the Delta. Delta. Flight, yeah. he's, he's saving up miles. He got miles from his credit card. Mm-hmm. But when he gets there, and the guy has the sign for Spider-Man, do you think he has to maybe drop trout to prove to the guy that he's Spider-Man? We have to show him the Spidey suit. Yeah, we'll to show him the Spidey or the Spidey cock. <laughs> Spidey. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man's famous web shooting penis. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of shooting them from his wrists. What? 
What if he just had to like swivel his hips around to do, to do his spider he had, a hole in his, he had a hole in his pants for his dick to come out. It doesn't like come all the way out. It's just sort of like just just so that the little you know the little the urethra yeah can shoot webs. I don't I don't know. I don't think that would be very popular. <laughs> you don't think that would be popular? I don't think that would be popular. What if it was Michael Douglas that was Spider Man? Oh yeah. Because he has that kind of raw sexuality. Sure. Sensuality. The kind that brings in a Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A a beautiful Welsh woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you are you I with do. me? I do. I feel like you're not with me. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I lose you? Was it the spider dick part? <laughs> no, I was bringing up Michael Douglas again. I was tired of talking about him. Well, fine. This is this conversation is over then. All right. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you've ever... They don't seem to carry a lot of BBC news here in Los Angeles, but I don't know if you've ever... Yeah, kind of late at night on KPCC, they run it. You ever listen to, like, News Hour or Mm -hmm. something? I think that's, isn't it, News Hour? Mm -hmm. I used to listen to that every week. Um, I used to listen to that every week driving back from The Sound of Young America because it was was on the radio. Mm -hmm. And um, I just got really interested in in the particular British style of presenting the news it is it's uh it's interesting and so i i what i did i i typed my i i looked for the british spelling of thorn is with an e and i just wondered if there was any british people who might have that share my my interest in news and, and radio and stuff sure um who were actually from my family you know obviously my extended family right so i googled it and I actually found someone who is uh, uh, is exactly my name. Yeah, and is a sports reporter. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, I th- is it, do you mind if he just a real quick? Yeah, sure. That sounds really interesting. It's, it's Jesse. It's Jesse. He's Jesse Thorn. Thorn with an E, British sports reporter. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's. Uh... Let's, I would love to hear uh, some of his I just stuff. I just have some tape. Do you mind if I just run the tape? Sure, yeah, run the tape. Sure. And now with the best in sport from the British Isles, it's sports reporter Jesse Thorne with an E. Chelsea took on Lancashire in a 1912 match for 14 drops. The pitch churned with chips as midshipman Colin Fontelberry captured 9-16 with 14 punch. 6-9-22 and the victory to Lancashire. Bowls legend Thomas Hamill struck twice this weekend with an oversized shoe and a hacking cough. Stratford on Basel celebrated as Hamill cried, died, and 94-612 on the fast track. In cricket, Pakistan met Bangladesh with a 12 men and a small dog riding 6-9 and up we go. Pakistani helmsman Asif Bhutta scored 13 times with a flat bat run, twice up, twice down, and the victory to Bangladesh. In racing, Formula One driver McLaren Benetton was nabbed for illegal wheeling, striking the pavement with over-rubbered bottoms and an avid appetite for dangerous turning. The race of champions at Brand Hatch was decided 1922 at the third lap. Championship to the late Prime Minister of Pakistan, Benazir Bhutto. Bhutto up, 12-9. In field sport, tuppence was the name of the game as 16 lagers were driven ever northward with bold expansion on 22. 
Finally, in American baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies won the American championship, besting the Tampa Bay Rays in five matches. 22-19-64, the MVP to Cole Hamels. That's all for sport. Back to you. Anyway, I just thought that was fun. Oh, interesting. I thought it was fun because he has the same name as me. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun to hear they have a different style. Hey, do you think they're going to play this on the BBC now? I insist that they do. Yeah, right? Absolutely. I would... I, I, you want to give them a call right now? This is of interest to the British Empire. Let's call Let's get Bush House on the phone. Bush mm-hmm. House London. Yeah. We'll phone him up. Take care of business. Herod's. Absolutely. Give let's Herod's call, a call. Let's call Herod's. Let's call those people who insure everything. Let's mm-hmm. call them. Well, the insurance. of London. Yeah, the insurance people. Sure. See if they'll insure my gams, my legendary gams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if they it, Because if they got hurt, my, well, my career would be over. Yeah. They're the ones who, have, uh, who insured Spider-Man's dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. New sponsor on Jordan, Jesse, go, Jordan. Hot damn. I know. Tell me about it. That's great. I'm very excited about this. Okay. Uh, All across America, nerds have iPhones. They do. Not just iPhones either, Jordan. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about iPhones and iPod torches. Yeah. You know these other ones? Mm Mm-hmm. They need apps. You gotta have apps. They need games. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what are they gonna do when they should be paying attention to the road? Absolutely. What are they gonna do when they're on public transportation and they w- want someone tougher them than them to beat them up and take their stuff? Yeah. What are you gonna do when someone forgets what a lightsaber sounds like? And here's the thing, Jordan. What? These games are expensive. Mm-hmm. Two ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Four ninety nine. It's a little much. You need to know what games to get. Mm-hmm. You can't just you can't fly just download blind. any game willy nilly. You can't just say, "Oh, here's a new release, Puzzlato. Here's a new release, Tap Tap Revenge. Here's a new release, Sudaku Party. Here's a new release, Twisted Chopper." Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You can't just download them just because they're new releases. Absolutely not. You'd be in the poorhouse. You don't go see every movie that's in the theaters. Oh, I do, but that's... I mean, I've got a lot of time on my hands. I'm a film buff. I'm an enthusiast. Mm -hmm. I love Woody Allen. You just want to see what people are talking about when they're talking about High School Musical. Jordan. Yes. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. What if I told you, try not to freak out, that there was a website you could use... To learn about apps and games. That's great. Sounds like a real time saver. That has games reviews. That tells you a score, whether something is a must-have or not. Mm-hmm. What, For example. What website is this? Slide to Play. Slide to Play.com. Slide to Play.com. T-O or the number two? This is a commercial enterprise. This is not an organization of a nonprofit nature, nor sure. is it a network. Mm-hmm. Here's an example of a great game. Okay. Dizzy B. It's a must-have. Here's what you do. Guide a round B through a maze in this puzzle game. Round B. Wow. Jordan. What? If you're looking for a must-have, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing out some ideas here. Let's say you're looking for a match three game. Yeah. 
I know you love, you love match three games. Absolutely. If you're looking for a match three game that uses triangles instead of the usual squares, and you want it to be a must-have, why not try Trism? It's reviewed right here on SlideToPlay.com. That's where I learned about it. Wow. It sounds like a one-stop shop. This is an amazing resource. They will tell you how good Pass the Pigs is. They will tell you how good Cluster Ball is. They will tell you how good Pathways is. And they're experts. Jordan. They know apps and games. What? Find and trace as many words as you can before the time runs out. That's Wordle. It's only $1.99. It is a must-have according to SlideToPlay.com. That's great. I'm this sorry. is going to save me a lot of time and money. I am flipping the fuck out about SlideToPlay.com, the new sponsor on Jordan Jesse Go. That's great. T.O. I, or number two? Uh, T.O. Slide to play. T.O. Like a normal fight. Not like some dipshit would spell it. Yeah. Not like an asshole would spell mm-hmm. it. Like a great games review site would spell it. Yes. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, people need heroes. Mm-hmm. Like the movie The Right Stuff. I haven't seen that. I only saw the second half because I, I didn't realize want... it was a double-sided DVD. I thought, this is a weird way to start a movie. Oh, you know, I did that with uh, Stephen King's It. I watched the second part first and then uh, watched the first part second. Anyways, yeah. good way to watch that movie, by the way. You're like halfway in and you're like, there really, there hasn't been a credit sequence, has there? Yeah. I thought it was just artsy that they weren't introducing. Cause I'm, it's... Like, they, they're, they, I'm like, they really are giving the audience a lot of credit here in Stephen King's It. Yeah. Because they, I mean, you know... They're just assuming we're going to put the pieces together. Anyway, people need someone just to guide them, yeah. like a guru. Yeah. That's why people call our show, because they need a guru. That's why the love guru is such a big hit. Exactly. People love gurus. They love the love guru. They need gurus. Mm-hmm. Guru from Gangstar. Mm. Lemonade was a popular drink, and it still is. One of his most famous sure. lyrics. Sure. I mean, that's what people are looking to their entertainment for. That's mm-hmm. why people watch The Hills. Yeah. They're looking for a guru. Style gurus. Anyway, I, let's, uh, let's help people. Okay. Hey, guys. I just thought I'd call because uh, I know that everyone's interested in how they look and appearance and fashion. And, you know, so I, I just overheard an a older woman having a conversation with a, another older woman on 16th Street, San Francisco. And she was commenting to her friend about how a, uh, a male friend of theirs was, uh, you know, kind of stepping up and looking a little better. Her uh, explanation of why this is the case, it's wearing leisure suits. No, little leisure suits and glasses. So- little leisure suits and glasses. Mm-hmm. That is the formula for success. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, Jordan? Hey, uh, you don't have to tell me. I think, uh, I think we all know the case study on that. Little mm-hmm. fellow called Leisure Suit Larry. Absolutely, he's, he's one more of the successful most successful than him. One of the most successful people, fictional people, mm-hmm. in the history of adult novelty video gaming. Also, Loom. Yeah, look at Loom. Look exactly. at Loom. Exactly. Look at the game Loom. Sure. Look at uh, a LucasArts classic. Look at Pirate Island. 
Monkey Island? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're, where they're fighting. And they make the little jokes to each other. I know. And it's, it's a, a wry British sense of humor. It's not really actually funny, but it's funny for a video game. Oh, sure. You know? Which are typically not very funny. I was on 16th Street in San Francisco, I, and I was reminded of two things about San Francisco that I had somehow ha- had disappeared from my mind. Mm-hmm. One is a little game you can play. Hipster or homeless person? Mm-hmm. Because a hipster in San Francisco is a particular kind of hipster, much dirtier. A little filthy. Like a little filthy, like a little gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the thing. Like a little gross. This, the key is to look at the tightness of the pants. And uh, piss in the pants. Yeah, exactly. Whether or not there's piss in the pants. Yeah. The other thing I noticed is something that I, I talked about a little bit more on the show, but was uh, a little bit before on the show, but was really driven home to me. I think ultimately, if you were to boil down my concerns and issues about Los Angeles into one singular granular point, sure, it would be this: not enough solid lesbians. Yeah, you know, like the kind of lesbian that's your neighbor and wants to help you with a project. Yeah, like a nice, maybe a lesbian school teacher, I for think example. Maybe you just aren't looking in the right places. Really? Yeah, Koreatown, you mean? Yes, specifically. Yeah, I, I guess that's possible. Yeah, I mean, you got to go to your Los, Los Feliz's, your Eagle Rocks. Eagle Rock. Oh, if you want a nice, if you want a nice kind of hearty, helpful lesbian, it's not going to be. Gonna hang out it's not going to be a flaky, artsy lesbian. No, no. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because I want. I'm talking of... specifically about solid lesbian. I'm not talking physically solid. Right. Although they often are. Sure. I'm talking about just a real solid citizen, like the kind that just, that just is a great friend. Yeah, okay, here, you're going to want to go to Tangiers. Okay. You're going to want to go to Hotel Cafe on Hotel Cafe, nights. sure. That's that's a good... Okay. Both good places to find... Uh, I just wish they would come to me. I feel like yeah, in San Francisco, well, they come a, to you me. you got to do a little legwork. That's the thing. That's the thing they always say about Los Angeles. you got to find your... you got to yeah, find yeah. the little... The pockets. The pockets of not-awfulness. Sure. Yeah. I feel like I just bathe in the awfulness. I just float float water-winged through the awfulness. Yeah. No, you know, put on a... Here's what you do. You put on one of those mining hats. Right. With the lights at the top. Sure. You hook a... Clip a rope to your belt. And you spelunk, you spelunk. for not awfulness. That's what you got to do. I gotcha. You repel? Mm-hmm. Would you say I should spelunk or repel? You're going to have to be doing both. There's... These are... It's a skill set. Outside of my skill set. That you have to have. Hey, Jordan and Jesse, this is John from St. Cloud. Uh, you guys got to help me uh, solve something in my mind. Um, I was just driving back from a DJ show, and I saw a uh, cop with a car pulled over, and the guy inside had a black ski mask on and even had an old-timey uh, sort of robber's outfit with the white and black stripe. I have no idea offhand if he had a uh, sack with a money sign on it, but I was just wondering, do you think I... A- actually witnessed a robber being pulled over and uh, getting uh, caught by the hands of justice or a uh, cop just pulled over some jackass because it is Thursday uh, the night before Halloween and I know people like dressing up beforehand so I was just wondering was it just a Halloween guy that got pulled over or did I actually see a man dressed up as an old timey bank robber who actually did some sort of robbing uh- our friend Weird Al lover Paul, John from St. Cloud yeah. John right John from St. Cloud? I don't know. He lives a sheltered life. Sure. The St. Cloud, Minnesota, you don't see a lot of robbers. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of hobos. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
you don't know what it's like to live in a real in the re, what I call the real America. Is I don't care rest, what Sarah the, Palin says is, is the, the real rest America. Belt? I'm talking about just the Saint gritty. Cloud, the rest belt? What is that? I'm talking about the gritty. It's the northern Midwest, I think. No. It's the snow what belt. What belt is that? Snow belt? I'd say it's the snow belt. Yeah. What about radial belting? Yeah, belt sander. It's, I think that's the belt sander. Yeah. America's belt sander is how yes. it's known. <laughs> because it smooths out America's deck. Yeah, right. Metaphorically. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is this guy doesn't know what it's really like to be in a real gritty urban situation where there's hobos everywhere, there's robbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially monsters. Sure. Of course, this guy's a robber. You fucking idiot. Flappers. <laughs> flappers. Libertine women, such mm-hmm. as flappers. Sure. Uh, there's Isn't hippies. The hot jazz. There's hippies around. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, also, I don't think this happened. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Nathan from Little Rock, Arkansas, and I was calling because last night I'm kind of a new listener, so I fell asleep listening to one of the back episodes that I was in the middle of, and pretty much the whole night my dreams were you guys narrating various things that I was dreaming about instead of dreaming about them directly, you were talking about them in a humorous manner. And in my conservative estimate, that's pretty close to the best thing ever. Also... I'm going to... Oh, my God. Jesse, I didn't sign up for this shit when I said I'd do this podcast. I didn't sign up for dudes having jack-off dreams about me. I'm this just, is disgusting. I'm just happy my plans are finally coming to fruition. What? Invading people's dreams? Yeah. And, like Freddy Krueger? Just making dudes have jack-off dreams about oh, me. man. So gross. It's not really about Ugh. us. Ugh. Jordan. Oh! Oh! It's not really about us. What? We're controlling their jack-off dreams. <laughs> well, I don't just want to be a part of these jack-off dreams these dudes Jordan, are having. You know what Jordan. I'm saying? Come on. Put it away, dude. Jordan. What? What if we got Spider-Man to listen to Jordan Jesse go? <laughs> yeah, we need a face full of web. <laughs> it's full of webbing. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Do you know what season it is now, officially? I mean, I have election fever. No, it's not election fever season, Jordan. Hmm. That's not even a season. Oh, yeah. Baseball season just ended. Sure. That means it's the... Hockey season. No. I mean, it may be... I don't know. Yeah. I think it is hockey season. I'm talking about seasons that matter, people, Jordan. Okay. It's a hall, hall... Hol- holiday season? The holiday season. <laughs> I was wondering why you were doing that. <laughs> it's the holiday you season. You wanted me to say it. That's the most magical season. Sure. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely not. It's also the best season for projects. Yeah. Here's what I'm asking. Round the hearth, maybe? I know that you know how to make something in the Jordan Jesse Go audience. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what it is. It could be... Plastics, mm-hmm. something made out of plastics, could be you could crochet something. What I'm asking is for people to make something that captures the spirit of holiday awesome. Okay. 
make something, Jordan. Here's what I'm doing. I'm posting a thread in the forum, in the in the uh, in the shows forum. God, you in that fucking forum? Holiday awesome. Mm-hmm. You have to make something and post evidence and explanations. Yes. In the thread. Mm-hmm. I have one hundred dollars of my own money. Wow. That I will distribute as I see fit among the projects. Wow. If you make a project that I don't like at all, you don't get anything. If you make a project that I that I like, but I think there's gonna be something better, maybe I'll send you five bucks. Okay. I won't send it. I'll make Casey the intern send it. Sure. You're He'll not gonna tell you're actual. not gonna be handling the envelopes. It's not a fucking hassle. That's a fucking that. hassle, Jordan. I know. I'll write you a check. Great. I'll write people a check. Boom. Right here. I'll, here's a check. Fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. It's a great project. Twenty dollars. Project's good. It's a good project. It's a fifth good. I want to see some amazing shit, Jordan. Yeah. I'm not fucking around here, Jordan. Don't half-ass this. <sighs> this is the kind of thing. That binds a community together. Yeah. Projects. Times. You see, when you're looking at economic hardship, you know where you should go? To the garage to work on a project. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Look, Weird Al, we all know Weird Al Lover is already in an <laughs> advantage here because he lives in America's belt sander. Yeah. So he's got the tools. Mm-hmm. They have a every neighborhood has the neighborhood belt sander. You can just go and use whenever you want to. We all know that Ronnie from the forum. We know he's already in the lead because he knows how to make a car do a wheelie. Okay. Does he? He does. Yes. That's great. People have different skills. That's why I'm not limiting it. I'm not. This is not a knitting contest, Jordan. Right. This is not a, 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 a drawing contest, although both of those are perfectly legitimate forms of expression. Sure. We're not saying don't do those. I mean, try and if you're going to do yeah, those, don't do them. especially drawing. Don't do them. If you're going to try and do drawing, it's got to be a really good drawing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Collage. If you're going to do a collage, it's got to be a really good collage. Yeah. You know what it's I gotta mean? It's got to have a sound element to it, too. It should have a sound element, yes. No okay. visual collages only. It has to have some other medium. Yeah, I want something that sounds like something the Kitchen Sisters would produce for National Public Radio. Sure. Some Jay Allison type shit. Yeah. The only thing that's making any money in this is if you're interviewing your grandma. It's in memory of the late Studs Terkel. Sure. He was great, wasn't he? Dude, he was so awesome. Yeah, it was a cool dude. <laughs> it's too bad he created the most boring genre of public radio because he was a really <laughs> cool guy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, does that does that seem clear to you? Yeah, sure. We're posting on, on the forum. Make something big, small. I'm going to be giving out money probably every week. Wow. From this hundred bucks, we're writing checks, Jordan. Writing fucking checks, Man. straight from my account. Can your will your butt be able to cash them? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. The real question is, am I writing checks that our audience can cash? Can our audience cash those checks? The answer, probably. By making amazing holiday projects. Mm -hmm. Do you have any good ideas for a holiday project somebody could make? I I already thought of a holiday car doing a wheelie Mm -hmm. or a holiday smooth piece of wood. I'm thinking of... 
kind of cake, a brownie, yeah, probably a cake. pan of brownies, pan cake or a pan brownie. of brownies. Make sure. that. They make a pan of brownies. Make it, mail it over. It's got to have some holiday stuff, and it should probably it say Jordan Jesse go on it. No, it doesn't have to have. That. They have to mail it. Just here? mail a pan of brownies over here, please. Fair enough. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse go. It's Jordan Jesse go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris. Boy, detective. There are special moments in each of our lives. Sure. When they are so special, they almost boggle the mind, and they are so unique that we have not heard someone talk about them already on our show, they fall into that specialist category of special moments, the momentous occasion. When something momentous happens to you, we ask that you call us, if not contemporaneously, then in the immediate aftermath... At 206-984-4FUN, that's 206-984-4FUN, and share with us what was, so, what was so momentous. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, this is John in Denver. I was calling with a momentous occasion. Um, just about five minutes ago, I broke up with my girlfriend I'd been with for three years. And uh, what, what was momentous about it was uh, we're talking, we're having this really deep conversation and uh, I finally dropped it that we shouldn't be together anymore. And there was a really awkward pause. And right then, uh, her dog farted. And we both just burst out laughing, and it was amazing. Thanks. Bye. The fart was amazing? Way to go, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs are really... Dogs have good timing. Dogs are the windows to our souls. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, our souls are stinky, full of farts. Mm-hmm. They're incorporeal, like farts, also. That's another thing they have in common with farts. They waft. They come out of butts, too. So that's three different things that sure. they have in common with farts. Sure. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. Just had a momentous occasion in a subway in Queens. A guy got in an argument with the, I don't know, owner of the establishment because he put a cold sandwich in the same bag as a warm sandwich, and it proceeded to turn into a fist fight, but uh, I didn't help out because I don't have any health insurance. <laughs> you know what? What? That just goes to show that you should never trust the owner of a subway with your sandwiches. Right. There's one person who doesn't know anything about sandwiches. It's a subway. All he, know, all he knows is trains, Jordan. Yeah. The man only knows underground trains. See what I'm saying? What are you doing? He doesn't know the difference between prosciutto and pimento. Jordan and Jesse, this is Dash from Summit, New Jersey. I just had to tell Jim Kramer from Mad Money's daughter uh, that she couldn't rent at Blockbuster. And I had to call Jim Kramer at his home and speak with him and get his permission. And it was totally surreal and wonderful and weird. Bye. Wow, she's trying to get a, she maybe she she was underage and trying to get a rated R movie. Have you ever what seen I had, uh, what this sounds like? Have you ever seen Jim Cramer on TV? Yes. People are saying, you know, Jim Cramer's I read in the New York Times about how Jim Cramer's fortunes might fall because uh of the economic collapse. Yes. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't think Jim Cramer's success has anything to do with his stock recommendations. Yeah. I you know, actually maybe I seem most familiar with him because of him like kind of 
cameoing as himself in things. He he does, is, a, he does a really a lot of cameoing as himself. It would seem if he if you ever see his program, it's him yelling, running around, and pressing big plungers that make sound effects. Yeah, it is really. I think it might be the best program in American television because it is. He's really picking up where Mark Summers left off. It is absolute. Madness. Mm-hmm. That is why it is called Mad Money. Right. It's not because you're making so much money. It's because it is pure. In it is like they just took the world's most coherent, insane homeless person, sure. and asked him not only to host a show but also to design to it, to build it. And and in addition to those two things, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, and this is CNBC, so it's got to be about stocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fine. That's the most one of the most important things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think this. I don't think he's going anywhere. All he's doing is he's the same thing. He's still just running around. Bahuga. I say sell. RTM. Buy. I'll play myself in a movie. Anyway, that's what he'll say. I just want to take this opportunity to dedicate this show. This episode of Jordan Jesse Go to Jim Cramer's to the late daughter. great Jim Cramer and his daughter. Yeah, who's trying to rent some some porno movie, porno blockbuster movie, softcore porn. Yeah, like a Shannon Tweed type of movie. Sure, erotic confessions. Exactly. Confessional eroticism. You know what the problem is, Jordan? Hmm. She doesn't listen to Jordan Jesse Go. We can't control her erotic dreams. Yeah. If she did, it wouldn't be a problem. I don't want to control the erotic dreams of a teen, Jesse. Teens will have erotic dreams whether or not we control them, Jordan. 18 and over only. No dudes either. Oh, yeah. No dudes? Yeah, no dudes. Jordan, don't be a homophobe. I'm sorry. I just don't want, you know, sorry. Also, Jordan, in addition to that, don't be a homophone. (laughs) You're right. You're right, I'm kind of being a homophone. Because, you know, I just, it confuses me. Yeah. You gotta get confused when someone is a homophone. I'm really just doing it for no reason, too. Someone's There's no rhyme, or, no rhyme or reason to when I'm turning into a homophone. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. That's our time for another Jordan, Jesse, go program. Yeah. This was a lot oh, of fun. An, I have another, uh, I have just one quick thing I want to mention. What is it? Well, you're supposed to tell me about this kind of Sorry. stuff. The show's over. It's done. This is really good, what I'm about to mention. No, it's done. It's over. Yeah. show's over. Okay. Really? Let me mention this. Let me mention it. Come on. No. I. You're lucky I can't remember good. how this to turn off spark, the recording. This is going to spark a lot of great discussion. Okay, fine. Whatever. Um, Actually, no. On second thought, no. Yeah. It'll be good. Don't say it. Don't just blurt it out. <gasps> yup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was good. All right. Do you have anything else Take to care. say in addition to that? Because that was so good. Yeah, I, I was noticing especially, um, uh, I imagine a lot of our audience... Uh, has some really erotic dreams. some really erotic dreams. Um... um Maybe does a lot of you know some sort of some sort of social networky thing with their personal life, whether it's a, it's a blog or a MySpace or with Twitter. Um, 
And I noticed this especially with telling that story about New Orleans today that I've probably already told that to, you know, two or three people who may or may not listen to the podcast. And I don't I never want this to get too self-referential, but it's a definite uh problem uh a either feeling like you have to apologize to people because you told them that and then told it on the podcast or then also when you're talking with someone who may or may not follow you on Twitter or listen to your podcast and you have to you want to talk about something you have to preface it by saying well, I Twittered about this <laughs> or I blogged about this uh, I'm wondering kind of what the classy way to do that is like how Some real class act when you to this when show. you interact with someone in real life who you also interact with in a virtual space and this isn't to be clear this isn't a question for all the listeners of the program no. This is a, a question for the people who have real life friends in addition to internet friends. Sure. Uh, or yeah. So I want to know how you how you uh, deal with that inevitable awkwardness that comes with you know doubling up the 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 bringing up something in real life that you've already brought up in the virtual space, and if there is a classy way to do that or how you would prefer that to be done anyway. you know what i like to do hmm. i wear this t-shirt and it has bars that light up if there's a wi-fi signal in the that's room. a good idea so that's really helped me in mm-hmm. terms of just classiness and i just wear it to like events and just stuff mine says got milf yeah so i mean it's it's i just you know it seems like t-shirts is the way to go t-shirts i maybe the audience has different ideas okay action item yeah, absolutely. 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. If you'd like to respond to our action item, if a momentous occasion happens to you, if you just need some advice from us, mm-hmm. you know, we're not afraid to help people out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and you know what else? Hmm. Here's something I, I've been thinking about. What? Occasionally there's a sponsor on Jordan Jesse Go. Sure. Sponsorship on Jordan Jesse Go is not out of anyone's reach. Absolutely not. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and call, I'm not gonna call businesses and try and sell them sponsorships on Jordan Jesse Go. Nah, it's a fucking hassle. You probably should. So you know what I'm gonna make do? Make more money that way. I'm putting it within everybody's reach. If you have an announcement you want to make on Jordan Jesse Go, you want us to make. Okay. Hundred bucks. It's one time deal. Hundred bucks. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, I know. You I'll can do it. Any business, it could be your blog, I'll shill. your podcast, sure, whatever it is. A hundred bucks, one time. Great. Of course, if you want to do it for months or whatever, all the know, better. Drop me a line anyway. But I'm saying, hundred bucks. Okay. You, I mean, you got to really give us the hundred bucks before we do it. Yeah. We won't do it and then bill you. I'm gonna, yeah. Make sure the check clears. We got to clear the check first. Yeah. We take cash also. Absolutely. And if you want to pay in a foreign currency, hundred, we'd also take a hundred pounds. Sure. You know. Also, maybe a hundred euros, guineas. Absolutely, guineas. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. What about this? Pieces of eight. Uh, yeah. We would take twelve point something pieces of eight. We would take one buck for each piece of eight. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that sounds. Some, Does that make sense? That's the exchange rate, as I understand it. Right. Two oh six nine eight four for fun. fun. If you if you do want to do that, I'm totally serious about this. Jesse at maximumfun.org. Yeah. I'm opening it up, Jordan. Wow. I'm opening up the floodgates. Yeah, man. We are selling out big time. I'll do... I'll. Uh, 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 the only thing I don't want to do is political stuff. Set your phasers to shill. Yeah. I'm shilling for anything, Jordan. Yeah. You know why? It's the holiday time. I need the money. <laughs> yeah. I got a big project in mind. Mm-hmm. I need to make 100 bucks so I can give out money to yeah. other people who make projects. Okay. We'll be back next week on Jordan, Jesse... Oh, shit. You know what? What? 
Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, sure. available on the best of The Free Design, called Kites Are Fun, uh, Light in the Attic Records. Great fun. Absolutely. Okay. We'll see you next time. Bye. Try Jessica. Hey, it's Jesse. Something that I'm pretty sure I forgot to record in the actual recording of the show. My Spanish class pal Juanita is going to come in uh, and be on the show sometime in the next couple weeks once we figure out the timing. And uh, I think she's super wise, so I decided to have her anchor a segment called Ask Juanita. So if you're out there and you have questions about your relationships, your love life, your work life, anything that you need advice on from somebody who's going to drop some serious wisdom on you, uh, give us a call at 206-984-4FUN so we can put the questions to Juanita. (laughs) 